from the studios of Teeing It Up, Swamps of Jersey, in Daytona Beach, Florida. This is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for November 4th, that's a Saturday, the year 2017, as we welcome in Mr. Luke Morrow. Good morning. Do you realize the Jets could be over 500 if they could have just finished two of the three games? <laughs> yeah, they probably should be. Uh, you know, those are two tough losses, and I don't know if it's that they're a couple of pieces away, or that they're a little too young, or the coaching, or what it may be, but hey, they're surprising a lot of well, people. Some of it is coaching. Some of it is coaching. If you look at the Miami game, they should never have tried to play it at the end. Um, they should have just played for overtime. So some of this is clearly coaching. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, but there's also a factor that you've got inexperienced players competing. Um, and young guys. And this is the growing pains you you got to learn. As you know, Luke, we talk about this all the time in golf. you got to lose a, a, a major to win a major most times. Um, you got to make those bogeys down the stretch first and, and then you make pars the next time and then you make birdies the next time and come from behind and win by two that's just the way it works yeah and you know the Jets are interesting because uh, I, you know, I've never been a big fan of Tom Bowles but he's got those guys playing hard this year and, he does you know they're playing for him maybe all the talk in the offseason about tanking they wanted to come out and prove everyone wrong but uh, especially what we saw from that defense the other night. But, you know, it's a pretty good team, but that KFC is wide open. The Jets can make something happen. The only problem for me, at least in the division, is that it's a weird schedule this year, and they've already played five division games this year. I think well, they only have one left with the Patriots, and here we are halfway through the season. It's odd that they that they capped uh, the early part of the schedule of all the divisional games as opposed to late in the year, but I guess for the Jets, they're looking more towards the wild card anyways. It's, uh, it's always weird. Um, you, your Vikings are on a bye week. How, how do you assess where Minnesota is on a bye week? Well, I think this is the best case scenario. I mean, 6-2, I don't think I even envision that, especially if you told me Sam Bradford would only play a game and a half. I thought, no way, they'd probably be 6-2 and two at this point. Um, with Sam Bradford, they probably, they really should have won that Lions game. They could have won the Steelers game. I mean, this is a team that, it's really just a couple plays away from being 8-0 and right now. I know most teams can say that. Um, but, uh, you know, playing with a third-string quarterback, 6-2 and two in first place, uh, potentially by the end of the weekend could have a two-and-a-half-team lead in the division. So they're, they're sitting good right now. But you come out of the bye with, I think it's four of the next five on the road, speaking of weird scheduling, and uh, also a decision to be made by Wednesday whether they activate Teddy Bridgewater or not. Looks like they're they plan to, but then you kind of get into the whole quarterback controversy. If he should play, if Keenum still deserves the job because he's won so many games here, or if Bradford's ever going to be healthy to come back. So um, they're 6-2, and two, but that's going to be the biggest issue for them here in the next week or two is figuring out what to do at the quarterback position. Told you Sam Bradford's never playing again. You may be right, and that may be the move when they activate Bridgewater. Uh, I fear that they may put Bradford on IR. Uh, he has been resting now in about three weeks. Obviously, they have to buy, so they've been off uh, this past week. But, um, you know, he, he hasn't been doing anything, and I, I don't know what they're really waiting for. I don't know if Bridgewater is a realistic option uh, after everything that's happened the last few years to just throw him in there with a the new offensive coordinator midseason. But, uh, we'll see. Case Keenum's a good quarterback. I don't know if he's the type of quarterback that can take you to the Super Bowl. I think Sam Bradford could with this team. So, um, 
we'll find out who plays quarterback the, the final eight game. But I'm telling you, I don't think he's ever going to play in the NFL again. I don't think he can do it. Yeah, and, and I hope it's untrue. Um, but, you know, I mean, just poor Sam. Uh, everything he's gone through with injuries, and of all things, this non-contact bone bruise in the best game of his career that may keep him out all year. And you have to worry about it with Teddy Bridgewater. It is the injury. The cartilage, the arthritis, that's what Sam's going through now. Uh, when you have any injuries, same thing for Bridgewater. Just because, uh, you know, he, he had surgery to come back, doesn't mean there's going to be um, resounding effects from it moving forward here really the rest of his career in life. Maybe you'll sign Colin Kaepernick to back up Case Keenum. Um, speaking of guys who may or may not play football uh, for a while, let's let's start with Kansas City-Dallas for a second. Um, Ezekiel Elliott's going to play this week. This may be a one-week thing. He then may not play. This is going to keep working itself through the courts. If you were Zeke, would you just take the suspension? And I'm not talking the legal side of things for a second. I'm just talking football. Would you take the suspension and try to get yourself back on the field for late in the year, because the longer this goes on, the more important games he's going to miss potentially as the season goes on. Yeah, I would have taken him to start the year. Um, easier said than done. I mean, you know, these guys are prideful people, and if he really believes that he was, uh, you know, wrongly done and, and um, was uh, innocent and didn't do the things that he's being accused of, you know, of course, I, I would want to fight for, for my name and reputation as well. But from the football perspective, what's best for the team and all that sort of stuff, I think you just you just take it right away get it out of the way, and then you're back for, for the home stretch, where the beginning of their schedule wasn't all that challenging on paper. Uh, they only went 3-3, three and three, even with him, so maybe without him, you know, things would have been even worse, but um, to me, that's that's the time to miss, as opposed to, yeah, now maybe it comes down next week, and you're going to miss, um, you know, three quarters of the, the end of the season when, when the games matter most, so... I don't know how much of a distraction it is that also plays into it, but if, but if I'm him, and even the NFLPA at this point, I'm just saying, you know, enough of all this. Just just take the suspension, get it over with, enough of this back and forth. They spent almost five or over $5 million for the NFLPA just fighting this already. Move on. This is week nine of the NFL season, by the way. I failed to say that at the start. Look, Dallas is getting their stride back. We talked about it last week as a possibility. Now I think it's clear-cut that they're getting their stride back. This is a very interesting cross-conference game against Kansas City because at the end of the day, for me, I, I, I'll i believe Kansas City is legit when I see it, and I still believe that there's a chance Dallas is in the NFC Championship game. I think they can be that good in this post-Aaron Rodgers world, and I think you'll see that starting Sunday, and I think you'll see it showcased on Thanksgiving. Zeke is a big help, especially this Sunday, of course, but I'm still taking the Chiefs uh, on the road. I, I'm, I'm still a big fan of the Chiefs. They had a tough five-day stretch, but otherwise, uh, you know, third in the league in points scored, he was turnovers, got a pretty solid defense. Uh, I still like Kansas City. Super fast. Intrigued to see Tony Romo broadcast his old team? <laughs> yes, good point. That's um, That should be very interesting, and I was also curious to see how much he gives away, because I'm sure he still knows everything about that offense and such. And then, uh, depending on how that goes, we'll see how much the Cowboys trust him moving forward. <laughs> that is interesting. Atlanta, Carolina. I, I, I think we said we we're going to talk about this game, did we? No. No? Okay. We did, we did agree to that. We're going to talk about Denver-Philly. Is Philly the best team in football, and do you believe they're for real? I believe that with the trades they made to update their running game with, with Jay Ajayi, this is going to really help Carson Wentz. Yeah, we could have talked to Atlanta, Carolina, but, uh, yeah, you know, the trade deadline was, was very interesting in the NFL. Um, 
it was nice to see how busy it was. Uh, uh, I, you know, he's a guy where last year he had those three games where he went over 200 yards. Outside of those three games, in his three-year career, he's averaging three and a half yards per carry. Was a bad locker room guy in Miami. Uh, they just wanted to ship him out. So, uh, on paper, it looks like a good addition to the, the Eagles, who now have a, a three-guy backfield. But I honestly don't know how much they'll add for the Eagles. Um, and then, you know, the Broncos, they got a good defense. We'll see how Carson Wentz can, can handle it. But the Broncos are just a mess offensively. Anytime you have to go to Brock Osweiler, you know, that, that's the better option. you got a lot of trouble. So they have to figure out that quarterback position. It's a shame to waste that defense. Um, but I'm, I'm most intrigued. I think the Eagles certainly won this at home. I'm most intrigued in Carson Wentz, who's having obviously the best stretch here of his career, uh, go up against that defense because I still think he's being a little bit overrated. He's a good quarterback. Don't think he's an MVP-type quarterback. I want to see him uh, tomorrow. Are you surprised that Carson Wentz, uh, that, that nobody has had Carson Kresley while talking about Carson Wentz yet? Can you repeat that? Are you surprised nobody has, has, has said Carson Kresley, the former, um, I, I believe he was on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy uh, host instead of Carson Wentz? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, maybe the opposition uses that one, but... Uh... I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I happened to see somebody tag Carson Kresley in a picture last night on Instagram, so I'm proud of myself for not slipping and saying Carson Kresley. There you go. That, that, you. That's where that came from. It was super random. Uh, Atlanta, Carolina. Atlanta beat the Jets. They're decent. Carolina traded Kelvin Benjamin. That's one less weapon for Cam Newton. I think Atlanta's going to win this game. I don't think Carolina's anything special. I agree with you. Uh, Carolina's a bit of a mess. And I don't need to get that Kelvin Benjamin deal. I know he nope. came in the offseason a little bit out of weight. They've been unhappy with him, with the work ethic and everything. Uh, but he's, you know, he's Cam Newton's favorite guy. Maybe that was part of it. They want to send the message to Cam. I, I don't know what. But it was interesting to just give him away for a pick when they're 5-3 and three here in the middle of things in that uh, South Division. It's almost like... I don't want to say giving up, but it certainly lessens your chances this year. But, you know, Cam Newton has the second most turnovers in the league, only ahead of Deshaun Kaiser. So that speaks to how poorly Cam's been playing this year. Now you take away Benjamin. Uh, they got some problems they have to fix. Uh, I think the Falcons certainly get the one on the road. Uh, Detroit Green Bay, is this Detroit's division if it's not your Vikings, if they have a quarterback problem? Yeah, I think they're the only other option. A lot of people are picking the, the Bears now, actually, um, after those back-to-back wins to, to make a run. Really? Mitchell Trubisky won completing four passes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard the last those last week from a few different sources in a few different areas of the country. Um, Trubisky, to me, is, is, at this point, not a playoff quarterback. So, yeah, I think it is the Lions, if not the Vikings. But, you know, the Lions have lost three in a row. They have their own issues. Uh, coming off a of bye, so hopefully they can solve things. And even though they're on the road, you have to beat Brett Hundley. Matt Stafford got that huge contract. He's only 6-50 and 50 in his career against winning teams. Packers count as a winning team because they're 4-3. If you can't beat Brett Hundley, and to this point, it's not the biggest game of the year, then you certainly don't deserve that much. So the Lions have to find a way to win a Lambo, something they haven't done very much in my lifetime. Um, I forget what we said the fifth game was going to be, so I'm just going to take this show over and go this direction. Um, Houston's going to beat Indianapolis. I think both of us agree on that. Is Andrew Luck's career over, and is this one of the most mismanaged injuries of a star you've ever seen? 
I will say his career is not over, but yes, it was uh, botched from the beginning by the Colts this year when you have Jim Irsay saying that, uh, look, we'll be ready for week one. Where, oddly enough, the day the tickets went on sale, coincidence. And then uh, even sticking with that comment through August and the fact that they kept him on the roster, uh, just everything about it. Then Irsay saying he got wrong information. It's a mess. The Colts organization has become a mess, starting with that old GM that they had to get rid of. Ryan Grigson. Uh, of Harbaugh coming in from Michigan to save head of organization and team up with Luck again. But they, they need something, and hopefully Andrew's good to go moving forward because when he's healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The problem is he hasn't been healthy for three years. Why would Jim Harbaugh leave Michigan? Uh, hey, that's what I've heard. To just re- be able to reunite with Luck, get back in the NFL. I don't see it happening, but that's No. I, I think he's got to win a national. He has not completed the mission, the mission of why he went back to Michigan. If I'm him, I wouldn't leave that job for probably anything else. I think he's got a great team. Yeah, I'm... Uh, coaches, I, great gigs. I'm very confused as to why he would do that. Uh, what's your game of the week? It's the Cowboys, Chiefs. Uh, I'm with you on that, too. Uh, what, what's your game to uh, watch golf during the final round of the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open in Las Vegas? I'll say Colts Texans. This is the biggest problem in the NFL right now, the injuries. Nobody cares about Jacoby Brissett against Tom Savage. You have to somehow find a way to corral that. Just a crushing injury to Deshaun Watson. And maybe Indy can win that game with with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. They have a chance. They, they certainly have more of a chance with uh, Deshaun out, unfortunately. Uh, your sleeper game. I'll say, I'll go Buccaneers Saints. Excuse me. I rarely yawn on teeing it up, but I just yawned. It was not you. Trust me, Luke. Uh, I bore you. Um, sorry about that. Wow. Uh, I will. Uh, I had a game and <laughs> forgot the game. Uh, Rams Giants. I think the Giants are going to go on a big winning streak. That's just a thought of mine. Oof. Sterling Shepard's coming back. Eli has an actual competent got a pass to. Yay. Your survivor game. Titans at home against the Ravens. I think, I think Tennessee's going to win that division and win it big now. They certainly should now. Uh, and finally, your player to watch. They're going off that same thing. It's, it's Marcus Mariota. See if he's healthy after the bye. That division is wide open now that the Buck and uh, Watson are gone for the year. The Titans need to turn it around because they're predicted to be a lot better than they are right now. Uh, Mr. Morrow, um, have fun in your game as light turns to darkness. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Keep an eye on those numbers. You know, some numbers don't shine well in the in the darkness. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> Have a great football weekend, everybody. Take care.